0: Today on The Bill Kelly Show on 900-CHML. It's
1: Friday. It's 1135, and that means Tech Talk. Brought to you by our good friends. At Hamilton Limousine and uh, Adam Oldfield, the president and CEO of FPM and FPM Three Marketing, is with us. How are you doing today?
0: I'm doing well. I'm doing very well.
1: Listen, uh, we we were talking a week or so ago about uh, Google and some of the concerns, and, and we'll get into that in a couple of seconds uh, with some of the wrinkles that are going on. But I I wanted to start off today talking about Amazon Prime Wardrobe because this is something you talked about a little while ago, and it's up and
0: running. Well, at least in the states, it anyway. is in the states. It's coming to Canada, and I think we can expect it to arrive uh, near the end of November. And part of the just reason- in time for Christmas just shopping, isn't that? Just timely. (laughs) I mean, nobody thought of that one in the marketing boardroom, right? Well, I thought I would bring up some points about what is this Amazon Prime. We're going to hear a lot about it if you're maybe you use it or you don't. But some things you need to understand about how you use it. And I put together some quick list because it's not as easy as, hey, I'll buy it, try it, don't like it, send it back. So first, there's a couple things. When you want to get this Amazon Prime wardrobe, uh, when you sign up for the account, you need to have a Prime account. Now, that's about $120 Canadian. Which, by the way, is going up next year again. They've made the announcement, so get ready for another increase. So it's not
1: even up and running, and they've already announced a price increase. <laughs> That's right. Boy, do these guys know how to run a business? <laughs> well, let's not
0: mess around, Amazon. Yeah. I mean, you know, when you're a trillion dollar company, you got to factor in some profits, right? Well, so, Jeff,
1: Jeff's got to feed his kids, for God's sakes, yeah.
0: How's he ever going to survive? Yeah. So number one, you need a Prime account. So get one now because you're going to want to save. Number two, this I found interesting. You need a minimum. Of three items so if you're like I just need to buy a shirt you can't just go to Amazon Prime and say I'm gonna try that one you have to buy three items or more now you got three items to choose so uh, that's not necessarily you have to buy all three items but you have to pick three items I guess because they have to make it worthwhile to put sure. it in a box sure. and then send it off now two-day shipping under a Prime membership does not apply and I guess that's because they got to put a bunch of clothes in a box. They got to ship it. But what you're looking at is four to six business days. My point to this, do not shop Amazon Prime if you're expecting a wedding on Friday and you're going to look on Wednesday to get it. It isn't going to happen. OK, so you're going to have to factor in. You got a four to six business days to be able to get your package. Once you once it arrives, uh, you have seven days. And I mean, literally seven days to try, determine and put it back into the pre-labeled shipping box and send it back now you've got by that seventh day eleven $1, fifty nine. if there is not a stamp on the ups where you can drop it off or any other store you will be charged for every item that you have uh, on your list now here's the other thing and you pick these three items or seven or ten what it will do is holds all that money on your credit card so if you're looking at an item and it's worth 1500 you're technically putting a hold on everything on your credit card. Cap Keep that in mind. So if you're like, oh, I'm not sure I want this and you only have a $5,000 credit limit and you've only got uh, $2,000 worth of items, they will hold that up to 14 days. So keep that also in mind. Returns are very easy once you ship it back and you can only make one prime order uh at a time so you can't go in and just say oh i'm gonna try and buy a shirt oh two days later before it arrives i'm gonna now look for other items you have to wait until you get your items try it decide pay for it ship it back and then you can buy so it's not as convenient the point of this whole discussion is Amazon Prime wardrobe is not as convenient as it may seem there's a lot of rules involved here
1: obviously how's it running in the states any idea
0: the exact, right now, they're just launching it, so it hasn't okay. officially got off. These are the rules they're coming up with, but they did na- announce that. What's neat about Amazon is that they do look at Canada as a very quick partner, where it used to take time and could be months before you see it roll into Canada. This will be rolling out within a matter of a month. So right now, it's coming out in October. Uh, in the U.S., you can use it. I haven't heard any successes or, or challenges. Uh, it may alter by the time we get it in Canada, but the fact remains, you do have access to it, and get ready and... I just don't think this is a great shopping decision that you can be able to make this uh, uh, easy. So if you're going to buy something from Amazon Prime for someone, you have to basically make sure you get it to them in seven days, determine if they like it and if it fits before you send it back. Yeah,
1: You, you don't just say, oh, Adam's birthday's coming up in three months. <laughs> no, I'll just put this on the top shelf in the closet.
0: <laughs> no, otherwise you that, just buy. You, bought, you own it. it. Yeah, <laughs> I just think what's important is you have to pick three or more items, and it holds your credit card, and it takes up to seven days to get the product. This is not a quick. Uh, where normally when you shop online, it's quick, it's simple, it's convenient. This kind of takes all of that out of the equation. But
1: it's interesting though, as you mentioned this. This is so quickly being developed in Canada. We, we seem to be on Amazon's radar now.
0: We are very obviously confident. we're. You know, Toronto's
1: yeah. still in the running for for the, the the second office. That's right. But I mean, are well, they just a huge? Distribution center up in Ottawa that uh, they just Ottawa. broke ground on. So you know yeah. they, they seem to like what's going on up here. I,
0: I think what they understand about Canada is that we, um, and I've always said that before. Canadians, and they still are today to this day. Canadians have thirty million, by the way, thirty million smart devices are registered in Canada. The population of Canada is like 46 million. 30 million are registered. So that tells you that as citizens of Canada, we have, we are the most technologically accepted nation versus uh, Canadian businesses, we have yet to crack 20%, 20% bill of our operations business wise have yet to migrate to operate in this environment. So what I'm saying is, Suzy clothing store, uh, the local restaurant, we are very, very slow to adapt to the people of which we are serving in the country. This is something of a deep concern. I think the Canadian government needs to think about that. And it's not because businesses don't want to be adapting to technology and wanting. It's the cost. The cost to migrate and upgrade constantly is very expensive.
1: We still have one of the highest, if not the highest rates in the world.
0: Yes, very expensive. And and that's
1: that's one thing for you and me as private. Well, you're a businessman, so you don't even.
0: (laughs) I'm still a private citizen. I I know, but, but. Yes.
1: from a business standpoint that's a that's an ongoing and increasing expense
0: and this is the part that really, as a Canadian, I work both sides of the border, as you know, Bill. And I can tell you, when I see what it, like, dealing, walking down the street, you and I, and we were looking, everyone's got the latest gadgets, or at least up in the last two years, they're using, and they're using it. They're using it for banking. They're trying to integrate it. But yet, the banks aren't fully up to speed on what the phones can do. I mean, even to this day, you could go into how many locations and say, I'd love to be able to pay with my phone, and it's not upgraded. Versus the United States, where businesses are very much up to speed on the latest technology obviously we can see that with amazon how have they been able to adapt and come up with these systems and here we are in canada in an environment economically and they still struggle yet here we have every 30 million canadians are begging to use their technology to do business
1: if the rates were lower
0: if the rates were lower and acceptable and capable Canadian businesses would be able to thrive if they had the opportunity to do so and that
1: happens by the way with competition and uh, our government doesn't seem to want to let that happen that's so. right because those poor folks at uh, the big three would just you know be going out of business that's <laughs> right
0: they would suffer and, and, and sacrifice be, be and, terrible be but like, <laughs> that's, a, that's another discussion.
1: Yeah, well, it's one that we need to have at some point. All right, let's 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 talk about Google. They've been in the news now for the last couple of weeks uh, for a, a data breach that, uh, that you suggest isn't really as big as some people are making it out to be.
0: You know what? I, I think we talked about this a few weeks back in regards to the fact that Google had obviously a, a big percentage of the numbers. Google Plus is shutting down. If you've got an account, I'll just summarize it really quickly. Keep aware of the fact that your Google Plus may be impacted with your Gmail. If you're using Gmail on a regular basis, you may notice that it may be difficult Signing in because Google Plus was used when you're uh, trying to use third-party sign-in. So if you're signing into your bank or you're signing into another software company, when you were signing in, you were using Google Plus to access that. I just tell everybody to be aware of it because when Google shuts this down, it will obviously give you a bit of challenge. You may have to set up new accounts. You may have to get new passwords. You may have to go through that whole process.
1: Uh, and, and you won't know that until it actually starts happening.
0: That's right, yeah. So you may people will probably start to realize that in the end of November because they did announce at the end of October they're going to start shutting off the personal Google Plus accounts. I'm just telling that's how it works. If you've had that, sign up easily using login password with your Google account, that's the Google Plus. And if they're shutting it down, you're probably going to have to set up a new login and password to get access to your files.
1: Speaking of Google, let's talk about smart helmets.
0: Yeah, well, you know what? I mean, safety is first, number one. I, and this actually makes me want to maybe get my motorcycle license this new helmet has come out and what it does is it's got the ability it looks really cool it's like something from some tv show uh where it gives you a heads-up display. It's got Google Assistant. I don't know if I'm happy about Siri, but it's got Alexa in it. Right. And you can pick one of the three voices in the, in the motorcycle helmet will give you an augmented reality feeling, almost like Jarvis where you saw like Iron Man where it's, yeah. it's speaking in your head as you're driving your motorcycle. Hands free. You can now instruct your three uh, automated assistants to give you directions, tell you the weather, um, give you uh, music control, changes music and otherwise. It also comes with the ability of a 2K camera that you can see behind you. So it gives you that peripheral, almost a 360 on a motorcycle as you're riding down the road. Now, what's neat about that, that version of the helmet is only $1,000. However, uh, the second one, by the way, is going to cost about $3,400, but it comes with augmented reality. And what's that mean, Bill? That means that you'll be riding on your motorcycle and when you say give me directions Google or, or Siri if Siri is what you want to trust, it will show a speed of what you're going at. It will give you one an arrow up ahead and how many streets because you can't look down. People don't realize when you're driving you do look at Google Maps and go, "Oh, how many streets is it till I turn?" Okay, great. You can't do that on a motorcycle. It's got a heads-up display and it will show you the arrows in the monitor on your helmet to tell you when you're going to turn left turn right Uh, it also comes with extra features that allow you to see again where uh, behind you will give you access and it's all voice controlled so this is all coming this exists for $3,400 you can have this helmet that's from Iron Man and you can now ride your motorcycle with this and it's 34 I thought that was reasonable $3,400 Canadian for this amazing helmet can you fly? Uh, no, but I'll tell you, I want Robert to. Robert Downey Jr. This yeah. this is amazing. I think you know anyone riding a motorcycle. You know what? This
1: tech, you, know, you and I talked about this a little while ago. This is this is kind of like a variation on the, the theme, like some of the uh, I guess it's the 2019 model cars, yep. where they actually project all the the, the, the motorist right, information yes. on the windshield. Yes, it's a it's, heads it's, up display. Yeah. you don't need to look down anymore. It's right there in front. It, it, it takes a little getting used to. I drove yes. one of those. I had a courtesy car a couple of weeks ago, and it was like, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> but but once you get used to it. This, what a great tool this it is. It is
0: a phenomenal tool. If anything, this is giving the driver of the motorcycle more control and a lot more awareness around their surroundings. As we know, you know, it's usually never the motorcycle's fault that ends up in an accident. It's always they're the ones that are defensively driving at all given times. That's one reason I never got a motorcycle license. I always wanted one. But this would actually give me a little more of an insight to say maybe it's. I would get one if I had that kind of just for the toys alone. I would just love to see that.
1: Uh, Facebook Portal.
0: Well, you know what? Facebook is definitely trying to rebuild itself. And uh, a lot of people deal, still use Messenger. They've come up with... It's called Facebook Portal. And it brings Alexa as the voice recognition in it. And if you love to have video chatting, what makes this unique is... Think of it as a little tablet. And it's got a camera on it. But what makes it different from other tablets, if you will, is that it's got the ability to have phenomenal microphone so you could be anywhere in the room and it doesn't sound echoey or, hey, are you away like a speakerphone? You've been there on a conference call. In this case, it's got phenomenal uh, projection, so it's got a a directional mic. Number two, it actually will zoom in on you. It's almost like having a cameraman. So you could walk the room and and the camera moves and pivots inside the tablet. And as you walk close, it zooms out, it zooms in. So there's no longer a stationary visual and the Facebook portal gives you that ability now to have uh, conversations with someone without feeling like uh, I'm out of shot or I get up and I walk across the room and all of a sudden it's like, hey, where did you go? So I don't know if it's going to be, in my opinion, I think it's still going to have some problems because Facebook has lost a lot of credibility with a lot of people. And I have a concern that are people comfortable giving now facial recognition and the fact that Facebook knows my surroundings completely around me? Is that too much information? And are they just going to go selling it to someone else?
1: Well, I mean, we're already a little nervous about that, isn't it? That's why we all put a little piece of tape over that camera and our, <laughs> p- our PC.
0: Zuckerberg does even, even does that. That's yeah. what makes me laugh. It's like yeah. you're well, so he got that
1: idea from me. <laughs> But it's true, you don't know who's watching You don't
0: know who's watching, everything is capable of being hacked And now Facebook wants to put a tablet with a camera recording its information on their servers I'm not one that's going to tell people, you should get this, this is amazing I think the feature maybe could be cool in future devices, smartphones and otherwise But uh, I don't think I'm ready to buy a Facebook portal yet
1: always comes down to security, doesn't it? It's it always does. a factor. Absolutely. All right, uh, smart mattresses.
0: You know, I thought this was kind of cool. Smart mattresses are the wave of the future, and we talked about it in general. Now, I wanted to touch on two points real quick. Number one is that you want to be able to either buy a third-party product to put in your mattress, because mattresses are not cheap. You, If you get a good mattress, if you buy a quality mattress, they can run you thousands of dollars. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I thought I would give two options. One, you can buy a third-party op, and it's kind of like the princess in the pea. This one device, it's about $199. It works where it slides under your mattress. You you can put it on one side of the bed. And if you wanted your significant other to, to know their sleep patterns, you can stick it under their bed. Why this is a little maybe interesting for people is I monitor my sleep, but I do it with my watch. And in this case, uh, the, I call it the princess in the pea. Uh, it's a beauty rest, by the way, a beauty rest, uh, which is a mattress maker. Um, they got this product. You tuck it under. And what it does is it will notice in motions when you're moving. So if you're moving to the left, moving to the right, It will sense the motions in the mattress. It will monitor that and keep a track for you to see how restless are you sleeping, how uh, how much REM are you getting, and so forth. Now, there's another product that you can get that's $399. This one is like a mattress cover. And for this price, for a queen size, this will give the same features you had as before, except it comes with a few other little bells and whistles. And we spoke about that in the past. It's got a a built-in heat function.
1: Yeah, we we like that.
0: And it's got dual climate control, so that way it's kind of like I like hot, Michelle likes it cold. She can now freeze, I can now cook. I mean, it's great. So it doesn't disrupt, but it also tracks your sleep patterns. And finally, if you don't want to buy the uh, accessories, you just want to get a real smart mattress, you can now buy a full mattress. The sleep technology is now capable. It's called Sleep Number 360 or a Wink Bed. And what makes this even more unique is a full mattress with the ability to have all the smart devices in it. So a Imagine you're laying in your bed, it's tracking your sleep patterns, it also comes with the ability to connect with your lights, it, uh, your 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 thermostat. So it's got Alexa built into the mattress and Siri and Google Assistant so you can crawl into the into bed. Remember your smart pillow, we spoke about that yep, one last yep. week. Now you got your smart pillow. I got,
1: I, I got me my smart pillow, I got me my smart mattress here.
0: And now the pillow's singing you to bed, the mattress is monitoring your sleep patterns and I'm
1: reducing the temperature in the room
0: and the te- yeah, it reduces everything. You can tell it to control the thermostat. You can say, dim the lights. You can, you're speaking to your mattress, just like you would with a smartphone or with your uh, Alexa or your Google box and uh, Apple home and everything else. It's now built right into the mattress and it's got dual climate, cool, cool zones heat zones, and it gives you the access to completely control all the things going on in your home. You can even set the uh, security from telling your mattress, set alarm, and it will naturally turn on the alarm. So you don't even need to move. You can just lay in bed you all spend day. spend the rest
1: of your life in bed.
0: Just, you know, other than serve you food, and I haven't <laughs> got to that one yet. That's next Tech Talk. But I'll tell you, we as, we as humans are no longer have to do anything anymore.
1: Smart mattresses. Uh, uh, More about that later on, too. Uh, we're just about out of time, though. Thanks so much for coming in. Yeah, great thanks, stuff. Bill. Uh, we do this every Friday, of course, brought to you by our good friends at Hamilton Limousine, Adam Oldfield, the president and uh, CEO of FBM and FBM3 Marketing.
0: The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9
1: to noon on 900 CHML.